0: Why wouldn't they finish it as like a set of two movies or something just to adapt those last few chapters? But then they go, surprise, it's the final season, part three, the most finalist season we can possibly do.
1: And they obviously covered it up because no one else knew. So it was de- a deliberate act to mis to mislead and to misinformation, and that's yeah. not that's not Attack and Titan style at all. I don't know what, why they would ever do that. Like that hiding information from us, the viewer. <laughs> no, no, it's all coming together. It's all according to Kikaku. Ooh. translators note:
0: Kikaku does mean plan. Um, shall we do a podcast?
1: Let's do a podcast
0: in three, two, one. Hello, Eves, new and old, and welcome to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide an anime novice through the weird, wide, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our novice and co-host, Will. Hello. How are we going this week, Will?
1: I'm very good, thank you. It's very early. Um, I'm very hay fevery, so if I start sniffling or anything, that is um not because of the emotional drama of the show we're watching it is just down to <laughs> hay fever um thank you all for coming back to the podcast if you are new here we talk about anime sam gives us a show to watch and i watch it and as a noobs a novice that he does someone who has never really got into anime in his um younger days uh this is all a new experience to me and i come at it from that perspective i evaluate and i say what i think about it we have a discussion sam chips in his two pence and we come to a conclusion as to whether this show or um uh, movie or whatever we've decided to watch is a good enough gateway show something that can hook someone into anime if we could show this to your mum, your nan your cousin your sister who's also your cousin your if dog. you're from certain parts of the world and oh your dog goodness. yes uh then you know it could, we be could also be your show. cousin some parts of the world <laughs> absolutely <laughs> your dog is your cousin <laughs>
0: i don't know what happens in those
1: southern states in america oh oh we've just lost half our half our listeners Listeners. (laughs) listenership is that the right phrase is listenership a thing listenership because you have a viewership don't you viewership censorship listenership we should censor this shit right now um okay (laughs) this week we are watching a movie based on a series that we have already reviewed um and it's a series that I stuck with for quite a while and I've tailed off in season two, I think, uh, midway through season season two. And I was going to ask, how far through did you manage to get with uh, this series? Well, based on what, my previous comments, I would say midway through season two. <laughs> I meant more so in terms of like what
0: what was happening in the <laughs> show last time, but fair play, fair play. <laughs> uh, I should listen more. I should open my
1: ears. I I genuinely can't remember. Um, I know we'd had the hero killer, hero slayer, hero mm-hmm. killer, whatever he is um, stained. Yeah, yeah. We've yeah. been introduced to the um over our, the, the 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 big guys in the shadows that was sort of the guy with the hand on his face. And stuff like that. Oh,
0: Shigaraki. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. What happened after that? We'd had the big sports event. That was I think that was even before yeah. that. I can't remember much after the Hero I think I watched probably three or four after the Hero Killer. Um so I'm probably into the next arc. Okay. I can't really remember what's happening. Okay.
0: So yeah, you're most of the way through the second season then. And that's actually perfect for where this movie takes place, because this takes place just after the uh internship arc and um, mm. just after Hero Killer Stain, uh, where everybody gets told off for fighting a villain, even though they're all heroes in training. Sure, Right, yeah. But yeah, that's what we're looking at today. We're looking at My Hero Academia, the movie Two Heroes. Ah, yeah. So, Sam,
1: why would anyone want to watch this?
0: <laughs> well, it's a shonen movie, so if you liked the show then then you... <laughs> then you'll probably enjoy this it's a big budget somewhat i uh, had a lot more time to kind of cook in the oven and it's a one and done story featuring characters from the show that you probably quite like um if you're like us just getting to show off their powers and do flashy content it's a about an hour and a half so it's, it's a pretty rapid roll um of our boys running through and solving uh, a mighty issue that will never be referenced again ever in the main series mm. because it's a Shonen movie and everything has to return to the status quo yeah. by the end. But what separates this film from your standard Shonen movie fair is that there are small sections of it that are canon and do get mentioned or brought up in the actual manga uh, itself, so... That's because the author helped with some of the character designs and also with some of the backstory for all of the My
1: Hero Academia films. Because this is the first in a current trilogy. Awesome. Um, Okay, well, I think we need to get in to the nitty gritty and pull this film apart. Let's do it. All right, Will. Mm.
0: What is happening here in this movie can you give us maybe a <laughs>
1: 30 second breakdown of what's happening who's involved yeah so they they go to so our main boy goes with his mentor or um, all, all might and he takes him to this uh, uh, stark place and Stark, Stark Park, whatever the Marvel thing is Stark called. Park. <laughs> no, Stark the, Park. The Stark Expo. Stark Expo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's basically that, except they're showing off heroes and skills and techno babble. And it's all very exciting. It's like Jurassic World for heroes. And th- they are going there to celebrate the revealing of something, actually, that I can't remember and don't actually know if it comes into the plot of the show doesn't really it's like there's a pre-expo
0: event where they're just showing off a bunch of the tech and then it opens to the public and mm. whatever i think it's just like a yeah it's like you it's, said, a it's a reason to get Expo. yeah it's a reason to get it's the macguffin the we found it. the main
1: plot <laughs> we, we found the macguffin in this movie because i was thinking there isn't really a macguffin they need to get um and then this is it the, the macguffin is the thing that just gets in there um, I'm sure it's there's the a an, an, ticket and another term for that. Well, is there a term for something that? I guess it's ex machina, that sort of thing. Yeah, like plot convenience, I suppose. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that yeah. Well, I'll tell you what about plot convenience. Oh boy, <laughs> um, it just so happens that everyone from the school has also decided to come for numerous different what? reasons. <laughs> so oh my now. goodness! The whole class is here together. That's what? crazy. <laughs> like. It's such a convoluted way that could have just been solved by, we're going to go on a trip to this place because it would be really useful for for your education. (laughs) Like, no. Yeah. All Might's going to take Deku. And then we've got, and then we've got like a couple of girls that won a prize. No, that did rock, paper, scissors. Her dad,
0: her dad got three tickets because he owns stocks in like the design stuff. So then they have, they play rock, paper, scissors with the other girls. I do they like get- that the invisible girl has to use
1: a a sign
0: oh, that's to, cool. yeah, to yeah, play yeah. yeah
1: but they, but they get into excruciating excruci- excruciating detail to explain how these how, partic- how these particular couple of girls got into the special event but not the like the main event and mm-hmm. th- that that I guess just sidelines the other characters that we <laughs> occasionally see sat in the hotel room doing bugger off. Yeah, going, Oh no, my phone isn't working. <laughs> like, thanks, Sero. <Sarah>.
0: Great contribution. <laughs> yeah, I thanks. bet your voice actor got paid like 2000 yen for uh, one line that he did over the phone.
1: We've, um, we've r- really expanded this universe by having these girls show the, the hotel, um, decor of this, wor- of this, uh, <laughs> uh Deku. Yeah. Um, Ooh, the Deku decor the deco decor speaking of the deco decor that'll come up later momo yamal who's the
0: creative <laughs> hero who she can make things uh we get Jiro, who is the earphone jack work we get uh Denki uh kaminari who's the electricity we get mineta who's the sticky head they're here for part-time work then we've got ida the speedster we get Bakugo. And his boyfriend, Kirishima, who just... <laughs> hit Kirishima's like the one... The, like Because back ago, he's explained like, oh, he's here because he won the sports festival. And Kirishima's like, yeah, and I just came with him. And it's like, what, what do you mean you just came with him? Everybody yeah. else has <laughs> an airtight backstory. Like their father gave him the ticket or they're representing somebody. Yeah. And then just Kirishima's here just like
1: kimboing yeah. his way along it. with his boyfriend. Like, yeah it is very it's very lazy writing well I, I, lazy or brilliant like i can't make my mind up because it's it, it, it's you can't it, decide it's, it, it's, <laughs> it's 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 in his character to kind of just do random shit and go with the flow and sort of be the comedic relief mm. but then yeah you're right you've got a ghost. just like yep i'm here I've, I've got a reason for being here and uh and and yeah and then he's just chilling doing his thing um I don't know. It's uh it's a, it's an unusual way to introduce all of our main characters. And I guess that's because it's for four year olds. Um, cause, <laughs> cause that is what it feels like with this. It feels very exposity. Um, it feels like we hear, yep. we get a lot, a lot of backstory. Oh, we haven't talked about the opening. I mean, the opening, the opening of the movie mm. sort of is the, one of the best bits of the film. Cause obviously definitely you've got to get, you've got to get your people hooked in quick um and, and the, big boy, re- the big reveal is that all might has eyes um yeah he he has
0: whites in his eyes and he's not just a weird skeleton man with overshaded Sh- pupils. yeah yeah and blue marbles as eyes um back when he was young and full of hope and he was ground down by this world that we know
1: yeah um who would play all might if it went to live action it has to be Hansel- the rock right. surely no. oh Hemsworth with the long flowing locks. He's, he's, a, he's a Thor guy. I don't think he's old enough because all, all Might's meant to be like pushing 50. I, read, I, mean, I reckon just right. the... When's the movie coming out then? Like Hemsworth must be pushing 40 now. No, surely not. Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I don't know how old he is. Also, they are planning a My Hero Academia movie. Like that. So that will be fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Superheroes. Superman. Uh, Woo.
0: Super big man. I bet you they'll Americanize it all. Instead of calling him Deku, they'll call him, like, Greg. (laughs) Shut up, Greg. You're such a Greg. God, Greg. Give (laughs) All Might his power back. Isn't isn't
1: Deku (laughs) an insult?
0: Yeah, because it's the wooden doll
1: that's meant to be, like, useless, so... But he he reclaims it it's so, his own decade, so will they give they give the American just like an American insult like i oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's my own <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, oh God, probably. it's gonna be a fucking nightmare,
1: yeah, but i'll I'll still see uh, it. it still sounds fun, true yes. I'll go for some trashy cinema. So the the film opens with a flashback to All Might in his younger days, saving the day, um, with his best mm. bud, uh, back in California. And it's obviously setting up the rest of the movie because the whole point of the expo is he meets his old friend who lo yep. and behold, spoilers ahead, turns out to be a bit of a shady character. I, I guess shade. Ooh. We, we, we learn, we learn he does things that aren't particularly okay, but he kind of does it There's for the about right four reasons twists to, like, the whole
0: bad guy setup in this film. And the first yeah. one is that, oh no, David's bad because he's he's trying to get this quirk-boosting MacGuffin. Mm, and oh, yeah. There is a MacGuffin!
1: That, ah, ah, damn
0: it! There was one! <laughs> you were right! But then there's, like, a double cross where his friend Sam yes. betrays him mm. to be like, oh, I actually I'm selling it because I want the money. Well, the and fir- then there's that- a, a double... Double cross in that yeah. the guy who is our villain for hire, Wolfram, his name is never said in the film, by the way. It's only uh, impro- like that's the only way we know is for promotional stuff. He then shoots Sam and David. Yeah. And is like, haha, now I will take over and I will go and do evil things with this quirk booster. And then and then there's another wrinkle to it where it turns out that all for one has been pulling the strings the whole time. Like
1: Yeah. Yeah. But also, there's one in between. (laughs) There's one in between when we find out that it's not really a actor. Like, they're not fake villain for hires. They're real villain for hires. Um, they're actual villains. Yeah. Because apparently, David thought that there was all these actors going around looking for work as villains, which just seems really bizarre and, um, almost naive to the point of like, um, being, reckless so with, with with like making those decisions like yeah 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 i'm sure they said they're actors so they must be actors yeah what do you mean they've got everyone yeah. at gunpoint yeah yeah that's what they're supposed to be doing yeah yeah that's normal yeah they've yeah, tracked it's all part of the plan don't all, worry like also if actors could actually do this I, was, I keep saying actors they don't actually call them actors but they say they're going to be fake villains they're, they're not real really villains we're going to pay people to pretend to be villains yeah they which is already you know, they still well. It Well, it is already villainous. They still have to have the capabilities to disarm a whole room full of like heroes and take over Mm. the whole expo in order for this plan to work. So like, who's got those two talents? Like we're good. We, we, we want, we want to help. We're not helping as heroes. What we're going to do is we're going to pretend to be villains in order to get, we're basically mercenaries for hire Effectively is what they are. I guess that's
0: the closest thing, isn't it? They're they're mercenaries. But then, surprise, they're actually (laughs) villain
1: mercenaries, Yeah, I guess. Is a mercenary a bad guy? Aren't they kind of neutral? Anyone can hire them. I mean, innately, they're they're paid to kill people and stuff. So they're not good guys. (laughs) So depending on where your moral compass is. (laughs) Depending depending on who who pays for their services, I guess. Um, Very true.
0: So, yeah that there's, there's that's the villain of the piece along with a bunch of faceless robots and uh, some mooks that turn up for one fight and then get steamrolled by these like 16 year olds yeah um i wanted to ask you um out of all of your the quirks that we see in the film oh god from the good guys and the bad guys uh why is the best one gun the best one gun i mean because he just he spent half the end of the film he's got this awesome metal bending power and he just shoots people, and it's so effective. <laughs>
1: like. Yeah, he literally takes out two people right there. And then, although the people he shoots don't have quirks, so or well, not that we know of. Like the the mm. assistant, we don't know about, but the doctor definitely yeah. doesn't have a quirk. Um, so I guess a gun is pretty effective against them whereas but
0: he even uses it to stall Deku out well. he's like ha I'll shoot this guy and Deku's like oh no a gun oh, yeah. will I do yeah, yeah.
1: despite earlier having disarmed two people with semi-automatics yeah um yeah guns I, I was surprised to see guns in this because they, they Is Deku bulletproof anyway
0: no and this raises another question that I've got more about the my hero world in general and that
1: is how resilient are these people I think like, I think Deku bulletproof. I think almost bulletproof. Yeah, just because of his sheer muscles. Yeah, but I mean like they've got super strength and like they punch through metal. So I feel like if they're punching yeah. through metal, <laughs> the, the they, skin's got to be pretty, like, pretty resilient sort of, yeah,
0: yeah, they must have extra toughness. But it's like you've got a character like Kirishima who is his whole quirk is that he hardens his body so that he doesn't really take damage. And then, so like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's fine to like <laughs> hurl him around because he just won't get hurt. But then you see like Bakugo get absolutely blasted like through a wall and you're like, he doesn't he dead. just
1: explode? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, there is a, an innate resilience to all of these uh, beings that probably is a bit overpowered. Because, um, mm. yeah, what's the point in the hardening if um, if everyone's just... If everybody can take a hit. Yeah. Like Deku gets absolutely wiped
0: out by metal beams all throughout the finale, and then he oh, just stands God. up.
1: Like, yeah, and All Might as well. Like, literally, how many times can you get impaled and squashed between two pieces of metal and <laughs> still walk away? It's it's to the point. And like like the bit like he, he's he gets impaled, impaled like horizontally. Then a vertical one comes down, and then these spikes just come and oh, skewer yeah. the whole thing, and. I'm sorry you kind of screamed. you miss? <laughs> you miss? Like how are you missing? You can see it come through both sides. Uh, it's just Yeah. I just I've I've got some see. issues with the finale and and especially
0: with the villain, but I guess we can come back to them. Okay. Um, let's come in back a bit. To them. Because the crux of the film is essentially it's Die
1: Hard with superheroes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah, they have to get to the top of the tower to dismantle the MacGuffin to release all the people, so that the heroes can then fight back and take control and save the day.
0: And yeah, what did you think of the uh, like the setup and the premise? I know it's it's all muddied with the mercenaries and everything coming in, but once it's actually right, we need to get to the top of the tower. What did you think of that sequence of events?
1: Okay. So they clearly had to try and get, they have just have been in, in the in world sort of series. They've just been told off for getting involved in hero business. So they're very clear that they yes. don't want to get involved in hero business. And then Deku gives his speech and rouses the, um, rouses, rouses the battalion and they all decide, yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're on board with this. Actually, we're willing to, um, help the heroes regain control. And there's clearly a clever way, um, to, to do this. And, like, look, I'm I'm going to throw a bit of shade here, but the weird bobblehead kid needs some real, like, comeuppances. Like, yeah, Minetta is Minetta scum. That's the one. Like, they they and don't even. The community hates him as well. Yeah, he's a pain in the ass, and and I guess he's not supposed to be this likable character. He sort of looks like a a purple uh, Sonic in a diaper that um, <laughs> with rounded <laughs> spikes instead of um spikes <laughs> um, that uh, Rounded spikes instead of actual spikes yeah. <laughs> um my technical description uh they uh, he 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 screws up the whole operation because he tries to get into a room that sets off the alarm and mm. he just they don't give him any grief for it they're like no and then it's like we better run away and then when they never mention it again it's like this has come to chew him out right yeah, this this has completely scuppered the entire plan. The whole point was we're going to try and go undetected. They don't know how to work the software. They don't know how to work the techno-babble crap, all the surveillance stuff. Mm. So we can get through without them noticing. And lo and behold, now they can't. So he's just ruined their entire thing. Maybe put the lives of hundreds of thousands of people at risk and potentially yeah. millions if and this guy gets out at the end. And then he gets yeah. off the island and
0: everyone's just like, Oh Minetta, you should climb up the side of the building but I don't
1: want to. What if we gave you a harem? Yeah. And that's the other thing, isn't it? It's like, why is he a hero? I think we find it. I think it, they do refer to it in the series, don't they? Um, Cause we get everyone's backstory. I can't remember his reason. It's not good enough, whatever it is.
0: Like, why is he a hero? It isn't. It definitely isn't. He's like he, his entire concept is he's created as this pervy character who says and does pervy things so that he can be the butt of all the jokes and be this hated character, but you don't need him. He's just, and even in the story, he's very rarely served any purpose. Like, you could have the same character with the same power and make him a coward. I just don't understand why he has to be such an egregious pervert at the same time. Like, he's a blight on the My Hero Academia (laughs) story. Yeah. And I'm glad that he just doesn't get any screen. Like, after season two, his screen time is severely diminished.
1: Oh, good, good. I've got that to look forward to then um yeah so what was your question um the the over arc, uh, what did the, you think the of plot
0: the, yeah the climb to the top before the big final fight and the villain reveals and stuff like because so it kind of comes in a few sections you've got the stairs then you've got the fight in the plant uh area yeah. then you have the robot fights then you've got the wind turbine section Ooh. but like they're the three main set pieces i guess okay what was the middle one
1: uh, the middle one was the robot sky. Oh, right. Yes. Yes. Um, I like all of those individually. I think the plot is fine. Yeah. It's good. It, like they did a good job. I think I like, um, is it back ago? And well, who else? There was three of them. Wasn't there? There was Shoto. Icy Sh- spicy. Yes. <laughs> Icy spicy. <laughs> <laughs> What's he called? Shoto. Yeah. Todoroki Shoto. Uh, I've got Todoroki down. That's why. Um, yeah so i like that and because that was also kurashima as well wasn't it um yeah but he gets jobbed immediately (laughs) and then he's stuck there and then like (laughs) he's like i can't get out (laughs) and it's like just turn off your turn off your quirk you twat oh right and he's like oh yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) silly me and then he proceeds to do nothing for the rest of the film yeah oh come on man you're he's one of my favorite characters but he he just doesn't get anything in yeah. Aside um, from again just being Bakugo's boyfriend, because he's like Bakugo doesn't want to go to the reception. I don't even have any fancy clothes, and he's like, "Good job, I brought you some." And he even gives Bakugo the the nice flowery suit as well. <laughs>
1: They're dating. They've got to be dating. Um, so what? Right. What do we think about Bakugo? What is the opinion of Bakugo at this stage?
0: Most people don't really like him because mm-hmm. he's not had the. Uh, You don't want to spoil stuff. I don't want to spoil stuff for you. Like Bakugo as a character is set up all the way up through season one and two to just be this unlikable hard ass who just shouts and screams and gets angry for no reason and is trying to prove something and he's mean to people and he is unlikable. Yeah. Later on, he has this whole really well crafted almost redemption arc where he that he goes through and. He becomes a much more likable character, but at this stage he's still just angry, explodey boy, okay. and it's really grating. Yeah. Especially when he first turns up and he's just like Deku's here, and he just jumps at him and starts like threatening him, yeah, yeah, and yeah, screaming. I'm like, oh, come on, man, yeah. calm yourself.
1: Is it is it is it as good as the Zuko arc? Oh,
0: <laughs> I just got a tingle down my spine thinking about Zuko. I was like, oh, he's back. <laughs> I would say, for me personally, I think it is. Just as good. I think it's on wow. par with Kazuko. Okay, because I'm gonna have to and watch it. there is some. There's some phenomenal moments. I remember. I I went out of my way to buy Shonen Jump at a certain chapter because I remember like kind of turning the page and seeing this moment, and I was just like, "What? Well, wow. tears, dude." So yeah, I Bakugo gets a very good arc later on, and people who still hate him after all of that are just <laughs> wrong. <laughs> I think it's just... Are going they, say they scum? Some, they, uh, not scum, no. Just wrong. <laughs> I think they took something very personal uh, from Bakugo And a lot of the people who are still decrying him point back to episode one, where they say how he told Deckard to kill himself and how he was a bully and stuff. Oh, God. But yeah. mm. you... I, th- I think watching Go as a character from that point onwards... Wasn't he like... You see C- him... Yeah, he was, it was like 10, 11. ten, eleven. He was it high school so he like junior high so everybody does dumb stuff when they're kids and Mm -hmm. you see him like coming to terms with that and reconciling with it and what his next steps are and again that's something that my hero does very well and i'm this isn't so much to do with this movie in particular this doesn't really come through but my hero in general takes people who have done almost unforgivable things and shows them trying to be better and talking about the issues that surround that and whether should they be forgiven, if they're still genuinely trying to do something nice, what's the play from other people who they hurt? Like what's the go? Yeah. And I think that in general, the series does a very good job with it. And it could that can often be more entertaining than some of the main plot beats as you get later into the series. Mm. Um but yeah, at the moment he's just shouty and angry and exploding.
1: Yeah, and provoking um Deku into competing in the little uh, event they have where they have to destroy all the uh the villain all the, robots. Char- the r- villain robots that they've created as a little challenge for the heroes that want to take part. And that I I found that quite fun. I like um yeah. I liked that um you know Deku didn't beat him. It, it, De- Deku as a character is just so uh it's just so played out isn't he like he's he's a bit sort of very bland it's yeah. it's not the blandness it's it's the shonen um protagonist you know stereotype it's the you know i will give yeah. this my all in every situation and i will my willpower will get me through this and don't give up i'll give my inspiration yeah don't give up my ins- this is i will inspire everybody and i guess you know I don't know. I think it's just, it's, it's just a bit like, okay, yeah, we get it. We, you want to do well. You want to do your best. And I think it, a lot of the exposition in this show, um, goes to its audience. I think this is trying to get people in yeah. young. Um, I think there's, yeah, definitely. There's the, even, right. I hadn't watched this in quite a while and I was, I was bored of the recapping stuff, like the expositing towards yeah. the beginning where they go through like who they all are um i feel like Mm. it could have been done in a more creative way the yeah the
0: flashbacks and the recycling of the just the animation from the show just showing like a quick clips reel of Mm. well this is what's happened in the main show so far look it's that scene that everybody loves where deku cries and all might gives him the power and yes very good scene yeah it has no right to be have that much of a hold over me emotionally (laughs) but in this context it's kind of like you're almost watering it down by yeah, showing yeah, it yeah. at the start of the movie and not giving it the space to breathe. Right. Yeah. And this is a problem that all the movies have is that because it's trying to get bums on seats and trying to get people into the franchise, they do this quick recap where they explain what quirks are and they show D- Deku getting his power and then a brief overview of the world. And that eats into a, like maybe a good five minutes of the runtime. Yeah. And it's just like,
1: Yeah. I feel I feel like it's not a complicated world to buy into so you don't need and there's so much stuff that's exposited and shown not to, like the like as soon as um All Might meets uh, Melissa is it Melissa Yeah Melissa. Melissa's Shield yeah um who goes on to form Shield uh in the Marvel universe obviously da, uh, da, da, da. um yeah, so Melissa Oh mm, I mean, it's all heroes. Avengers versus... Oh, oh, right, okay. Class 1A. I mean... Who's your money on? uh, Avengers. Because Bakugo did beat the Hulk... (laughs)
0: Back <laughs> is their are adults. They're just punching these 16-year-olds. Captain America just walks up to Deku and just like absolutely just starts wailing on him. Iron Man's blasting back ago from across the street. The Hulk's just got Kirishima and just slamming him through buildings.
1: I just I just want that um the line from uh Is it Far From Home where Captain America says stay in school. So it just like absolutely demolished them and then just that line comes out, stay in school kids. <laughs> They're battered and bloodied on the floor. Stay I mean, in school, kids. they are adult versions of them. So, like, as soon as you introduce Thor, I mean, yeah, like he's a god. I guess All Might <laughs> clears
0: most of them until Hulk and Thor come into it. Because I think even All Might, yeah. and we see a lot of prime All Might in this film, his strength, I don't think. Well, you
1: don't think Hawkeye would be able to, you know, take out All Might? Use his anti-quirk arrow or something. Oh, yeah. I mean... Just hits Deku in the head
0: with the oh, USB one.
1: There's just so many factors to take to consider. Like, if this is, um, you know, either sides of a football field scenario, then with, oh, with, with no planning... Or an or, airport in Berlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or an airport in Berlin. <laughs> uh, where there's no planning or prep, then All Might could be doing serious damage. If Stark's got any time to prep, um, you know he created yeah. time travel overnight. So if he can prep, he did any sort of anti weapon. Forget about that. <laughs> I forget that he figures out how to time travel I, and they just breeze past it. I I watched some a video the other day that was very clear that he didn't invent time travel overnight because that was already invented by Pim um, Pym, Hank Pims Pims Pim. One, yeah. One of the two. Pims is the drink. I don't know whether he's got the same last name. P- Hank Pims. It's drinks. Y Pims. instead of an I? Um, and he just worked out a way to navigate it from when Scott Lang came back. Um, so uh, right. Kind of splitting hairs a little bit because either way, you could now time travel and you couldn't before. But still. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, <laughs> class of class A versus. Yeah,
0: versus the Avengers. Don't know. Seems like it's an Avenger. White as soon as Scarlet Witch turns up. Oh (laughs) god! And Vision. Oh yeah, true. You don't really have anything for that. (laughs) They've got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a sweep by the Avengers. Mm. They might take one or two of them out, but as soon as the heavy hitters come in,
1: it's like you're relying on all might, and then
0: and he's past his prime anyway.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Vision Uh just Vision just takes an eraser to the uh, to the. (laughs) to them anyway um (laughs) what happens next uh what do we want to go where do do we want to go so basically let's 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 bring us back into the movie a little bit we they're trying to get to the top to stop the bad guys taking over they've i tell you what i do like i like that they find out the whole bad guys plan by eavesdropping into the arena where they're all where all the heroes are being held and all my is mm. able to sort of whisper what's going on and because they've got if headphone jack girl they they can yeah they can pick up everything um yeah i like
0: that there's a lot that's good it was a good use of power
1: yeah uh, there's a few instances throughout especially
0: as they're climbing where they use the powers in a more creative way it's not just like we get the cool fight where they just fire their, their strongest attacks off and mm. that's really exciting but we also get some interesting uses of like Mineta climbing up the side or we get uh, Todoroki using his fire alongside like a wind turbine to blow hot air that moves Deku under the effect of zero gravity to the floor that he needs to be on. Like there's some quite, I guess, what's the, what's the... Practical? (laughs) Suitable? (laughs) Maybe. Suitable. Interesting uses of powers. Highly convenient use of powers. Highly convenient. Yeah, because if they had Froppy <laughs> with them, if they had the Frog Girl with them, she could have just climbed up the outside of the whole tower. That's just true. Then we,
1: we'd win. I, th- I think you thought fall- You can fall into a trap of assuming they have all of the right pl- all of the right powers here to solve the situation. But I guess the way they solve them is because those are the powers, rather than the other way around. Because, um, like you mm. say, if you had other heroes, you would be able to solve the problems in other ways. So I, that was going to be one of my criticisms, but I've just thought it through in my head and it's not really a criticism. But it would be interesting mm-hmm. to see how some of those other characters did deal with this. Um, and it's, I wonder yeah, what the like thought- Sugar Guy. <laughs> sugar Guy? Which one's Sugar Guy?
0: He's just the big muscle head who, his power is his strength multiplies depending on how much sugar he eats. <laughs> okay. And he's got a clear upper limit. So he's objectively worse than Deku when he's using his superpower. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like- yeah okay <laughs> um but still strong yeah he's kind of strong i guess i but i feel like every other
1: character just completely outclasses him that's why he was benched for the movie fair enough um which one's he? Is he yeah. he's not the one with the, all the arms is he no that's we are Shouldn't still here by the way he's just shaking. <laughs>
0: You can see the gears turning. Like, I think I just blue screened. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I think he's called Shoji? Shogi.
1: Okay. Whatever. Shogi, Shogi you, Bear? Yeah, he, and again, I don't think he even gets shown. He does. does. He? He's walking through the streets. Um, he's like, we'd better get ready or we'd better go take a look or something. The guy with like a beak and he's got like multiple uh, arms. With to, uh, not,
0: Tokoyami. Maybe. He's got, yeah, the bird guy. Yeah. I like him. Yeah. I'm sad he's not more involved. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. he's got so, the blank yeah, like, shadow thing, hasn't he? That, like, yeah, so, it's so cool. Yeah, I can't wait for you to see the next film. Okay, cool. he gets a lot more to do. <laughs> um Yeah, so there's two big fights, and the first one I feel is really cool. We get Bakugo versus Hulk and Shoto versus um a guy who can like gouge out things and, t- and like his power is kind of weird. Doesn't make yeah. much sense. It's just bad if it touches you, I guess. I guess. And yeah, I really enjoyed that fight. Yeah. I really liked how Bakugo was kind of whip, like weaving in and out, doing like a lot of hit and runs, and then finally just using his massive howitzer impact. Yeah. And it looked good. The animation was fluid, and it felt like there was, it was like a unique way to defeat the villain as well, like having his clothes with the sweat, and then Todoroki just being like, ah, fire, and just blowing the guy up. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was a nice kind of midpoint fight to show off those two characters getting to do something
1: yeah no i i really enjoyed the fight and it, there was a bit when all of our main cast were just cowering behind a bush when these two guards come through and i'm like why are they so scared of these two guys with guns they are superheroes and they are mm. literally quaking in their boots um I still don't think that's redeemed, but they are pretty badass villains. Like they—they they aren't like your typical yeah. gun henchmen. Which begs the question again: Why do they have guns? Because we, as we've seen, the guns are the most powerful things that <laughs> they can use. <laughs> but then they immediately disregard them. <laughs> like as soon yeah, as they go straight for quirk fighting, yeah. <laughs> Which is cool and all. I just, I just wonder. Why they've got so? Why guns are so much of a thing in this hero universe? I, I, yeah, and it's not in the main series really,
0: kind of ever. We don't really see anybody using guns. Yeah, um, I think the reason that they were hiding was because they didn't want to have to fight the villains. Because if they did, then they'd get into trouble. Mm. But then Bakugo goes full lethal mode immediately, <laughs> like the second that the bad guys like even look at them funny, he's just like, I'm going to blow this man up with my entire chest. No, no, he does attack like, him.
1: He does. He, he uses the the thing because, like, um, what's he called? Hardening, dude. Uh, Kirishima. Kirishima. Kirishima Oh yeah, yeah. Calms him down, and then the guy literally go. Is like, he, I think, I think, back gives him some lip. He gives him some, like, he's like, don't talk to us like that or whatever, or and he gives him something back, and then he uses the weird warpy thing, and he's like, whoa, look out! And then they go into it. So he doesn't strike first, mm. as far as I remember. Okay. But he does
0: go lethal first. Yeah. Because he goes full force trying to blow this guy up. Yeah. And, I, and the lethality <laughs> of yeah. a lot of these characters in this film, like there's a moment in the final fight, we'll get to it, but there's a very distinct moment where All Might now definitely has blood in his hands.
1: <laughs> okay. Like, uh,
0: yeah, okay, okay. we'll get to it. So yeah, what did you think of the the, the Bakugo Todoroki
1: fight? Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I like... I like the way it was shot. I like the way they use their powers to be creative. And um yeah, I mean, Hulk, there was, there was a bit sort of, again, it goes back to the lethality a little bit. Um It's hard to know the scale of these attacks sometimes. And I guess you just judge it on how loudly they scream. Um The bigger, yeah, do you know what I mean? Like it's a bit sort of, we'll just keep going and you can tell that it's getting more powerful and more powerful, but, you don't really have a scale for these these powers so it's a bit okay mm. yep good cool and there's not really that payoff with like oh my god they've j- he's never done that before um and it's yeah. i guess that's a yeah. lot of, of the same with a lot of all mights and deku's attacks they just mm. give them the same names and maybe add a word to it and it's like Does the word make the power? Because you seem to just be punching in every single situation and adding smash on to another place. It's a slightly different type of smash. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. like I think
0: the only brand new move that we see in the film that wasn't originally in the manga or the anime is All Might's at the start where he uses California Smash to do Mm. that big like spinning punch into the ground. Right. That's and then everything else is just and again. the limitation of a shonen movie is that you are limited by how far the anime is along how far the manga is along and what the character can do in those situations and it's rare that you get a film or definitely a shonen film where the main character just does something completely brand new and unique it's usually just let's find the flashes move that they've already done in the show and just have them do it but better animated
1: and yeah we that's kind of what we see I guess, although th- you can write around that with, like, just putting it at a different place. Like, if we saw like an origin story of All Might, like that'd be dope. You could do loads of new stuff, get loads of sort of. New-
0: well, that's kind of what we get, isn't it? We see him as he's becoming a hero for the first time over in America. Yeah, it's yeah. not an origin origin. No, it's it-
1: just a flashback to explain how he knows this dude that's going to turn bad at the end i wouldn't mm. i wouldn't say the focus is really on it's cool to see and all like i'm not saying it's not it doesn't have a bit of that that those elements to it but it's not really the focus it's just sort of here he is nah. defeating another hero it's, we don't learn much about much new about the character we don't learn true much about how he became just, super strong and how he trained um mm. don't know yeah
0: yeah true. Uh, what is quite fun though like adding to how this film is kind of semi-canon um the girl in the car that he saves, uh, she actually comes back as a pretty major character in the more recent manga arcs. And she has a very specific flashback of the movie. So it's all that kind of all coming ah. back together and interlinking. And she basically goes on to be inspired by All Might. And then she comes back into the manga and it's like,
1: oh, cool. That's cool. Oh, so exciting. is that because the writer of the manga sort of saw the movie and was like, hey, let's use that character? is Because obviously, is that... Or, or was the manga already written <laughs> no wait yeah so w- w- what came first i'm assuming the movie so came the, out <laughs> and then the author yeah the movie was, came
0: out uh, yeah. and uh horikoshi who's the author of the manga he contributed some designs and i think um ideas for the all might in the past sequence and then when all might saves the girl horikoshi then used that character design later to show this brand new character who was inspired by All Might to come back into it. so And there's a few things like that as well throughout with the second movie and the third movie. There's a lot of allusions to things that happened, even though the timelines don't quite line up very nicely. But yeah, it's nice. And I like that because most Shonen movies don't do that. Like you go watch a One Piece movie, everything's... like There's no way that it could have happened because certain characters are there when they shouldn't be. Like they're all using, like wearing new costumes and using powers that they've had, maybe in the manga or maybe not yet in the timeline. And so, how do stuff like that?
1: How do you feel about going into a movie, a Shonen movie, where you know that at the end of the day, the consequences mean nothing because it's just going to go back to level one. It's just going to start. It's just going to reboot. Like,
0: yeah, that's that's a
1: criticism of Shonen movies for as long as time. But personally. personally how do you feel going into because like i sort of knew that was going to happen here and it wasn't it didn't ruin it for me but it 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 definitely sort of tarnished it a little bit like i sort of couldn't really fully invest Mm. knowing that well i know that none of this is going to make a difference to the overarching plot yeah i can see why um
0: for me personally i love it yeah it's just uh it's spectacle you just get to go see these characters Mm doing exactly what they do in the show and if you're lucky you get a nice big cool final fight where everybody gets to do all the moves that you love but again with much better animation and the my hero movies are kind of the distillation of that in that every film that's come out does follows like the exact shonen formula which is get everybody off to somewhere where they can't really interact with the main plot give them a movie antagonist who will never be mentioned again, Yeah, have them fight and go break their limits, go beyond Plus Ultra and get some legendary animators in to do that and do those sequences. And this has been happening for franchises for all of time. There's four Bleach movies and each one follows that exact formula. There's a bunch of, of like all the Pokemon movies, the Dragon Ball movies, there's been like 12 One Piece movies. And again, they all follow the formula of There's a problem. Solve it in a way that these characters would turn everything back to zero after a big cool fight. And, you know, is it good? (laughs) Uh, Lots of people would say no. Does it get you excited about this world and these characters if you're already invested? If you're already like the show, if you already read the manga? Are you going to enjoy the film probably more than somebody who's coming in
1: completely fresh um i would say mm, interesting yeah. i would i i I think yeah it's such a weird one I, th- I think you know it's probably um not really an important point of discussion i just think i'm just very curious as to like what people think because i think mm. there's a, every argument to flip that on its head and say if you are coming into this blind this is something you could show someone who has never seen my hero before and be like, oh, there's some really cool fights there. Because they don't know that it's going to revert back to Zero necessarily. And they also don't know what Zero is. Yeah, They also don't know True. what the baseline is. So they're sort of going in and you see... You see even in this, Deku power up. You know, that gauntlet, like, that just allows him to 100% use his (laughs) ability. Plot convenience. (laughs) Yeah. And then, oh, no, it's broken. Can you make me another one? It's broken. It's broken. We can never fix it again. Just, you know, you had it lying around, really. So can you just go make me another one? No. No. Go back to school. You'll get one when you're older. Um,
0: And actually, he does. They actually bring it back in the manga. Not not the full powered version, but they meant uh, all my... Brings back what he calls the mid gauntlets, and um, they essentially <laughs> come from America. And it's heavily implied that he got them from either David or Melissa, right? So, ah, cool. That's quite nice. Yeah, yeah, that is. Cool. But again, yeah, very convenient for this film. that it's like, hey, you know how we told you to not do that because you'll fuck up your arms forever. Mm. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah.
1: How does it work? It's it's a gauntlet. What do you mean how does it work? It's, it's Yeah, it's, it's
0: compressing
1: it. Don't, be, guess, don't or, be stupid. You just it's just, it just it just works. It's a gauntlet. Like that's no, what no, no, they
0: I, do. I, if I want to know how it works, uh, I can make it myself. No, 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 no. don't don't, <laughs> don't even stress, don't even worry. Yeah, like, It's it's good. You'll you'll probably master your power or some some more shonen bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, my arms are hanging off my body like I cannot use my power with my arms
1: anymore. Please help. No, no, no. Um No, no, no. What did I watch yesterday? I watched, um, oh, Suicide Squad, where the guy has his arms that could... Call oh, detachable, detachable arm limb man, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan Fillion turning up just to get shot to pieces. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the film. I just happened to click on everything wrong with and was like, huh, now I can watch this without having to sit through the entire film. Um, Very nice. Okay, cool. so oh, I don't know where to go. Should we go big battle?
0: I think we should go big battle because that's, again, that's the money to shot. That's why people are here. That's putting the bums on seats. Um, and it has the unique um, accolade, I suppose, of being probably one of the only times that we get to see All Might and Deku fight together. Yeah.
1: So And enter the title of the movie, Two Heroes. Ooh this was my hero academia the movie two heroes (laughs) all might
0: (laughs) yeah yeah so we've reached the roof Uh, david's been kidnapped and deku's had a bit of a scrap with wolfram and it's looking bad he's like shoulders popped out or something and it's sore and all seems lost And then the man of the hour turns up and murders two people in cold blood while saving his friend.
1: Who does he murder? All Might
0: punches straight through a helicopter. Oh, yeah. And we see the two pilots go, oh, here he comes. And then they are just engulfed in flame. and They're dead. They're dead. They're gone.
1: They are so dead. Yeah. (laughs) You don't
0: mess with All Might. I mean... Give give me my friend They chose their
1: side. Dead. (laughs) (laughs) They've made their bed. Yeah. Like, also, (laughs) it's not only the fact that he did just... You know, with, without a second thought, demolish this helicopter and destroy and murder two people. He did it with a smile on his face. <laughs> what has you got kita? I am here.
0: <laughs> Young Midoria. Yeah. Oh my, did you just kill those guys? Don't question it, Midoria. <laughs> I'd saved you. <laughs> you are safe because of me. <laughs> and never forget it. <laughs> Or else. <laughs> you saw what happened to those two guys, didn't <laughs> you, young Midoriya?
1: I, I could be you next. I could snap you. I could kill, kill you, you. fuck with me, Midoriya.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I could kill you with a single thought. <laughs> snap you like a twig.
1: and uh,
0: you really will be like a Deku. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Midoriya. Come, let us fight this boss. Also, is it weird that his power allows his voice to change into this heroic thing and even when he's like weak as hell he's still yes yes Midoriya oh yes yes Midoriya <laughs>
0: just- <laughs> he's voiced in the dub by Chris Sabat and he voiced Vegeta in Dragon Ball Z so he's like ingrained in my mind as like okay cool what like this super well known voice actor when I heard he was all Might, I was like yes yeah, perfect <laughs> <laughs> he's just got this like deep commanding tone yes yeah, so I- uh, yeah anyway so what once that happens what did you think of the fight
1: itself like uh, all the different parts. Uh, of it. I really enjoyed it. Like, I, I think right. it's, it's, there's a lot of criticize about this movie in general. I think it is easy writing. They've not really thought too much about it. I think the plot convenience of certain things, the reveal that, the that, that, uh, Melissa's father's in on it is so scooby-doo-esque it's um unreal like you expect it you see it coming a mile off they drop hints deliberately so but they're dropping hints mm-hmm. that aren't really hints they're basically just like yeah he's th- there's something about him he's clearly in on it or, to some extent there's something wrong um mm-hmm. i think there's the exposition is lazy um like when they first walk into walk into the expo and it's like hey deku what do you know he doesn't say deku M- mid- mid- what's he called do you know why they built this uh island midoriya yeah, exactly
0: oh, well, the- and he does the whole mutter thing which is in character yeah but also a hundred percent it's to the audience yeah yeah absolutely like, as you know young midoriya
1: yeah um as you know bob is that yeah as you know yeah. bob um yeah and then and then we build up to this big fight sequence and it is cool like it's really cool to it's see it's insane then Mid- Midoriya oh. just absolutely go 100% and mirror uh what All Might is doing again I'm not sure how much I like <laughs> All Might getting up constantly because, like, he's supposed to be so Nah, B. dude. He, nah, he's just breaking his, breaking his limits, dude. He's, he's just, breaking he's his limits. Breaking he's going limit. plus ultra. Well, then just keep doing that. Like, <laughs> this is yeah. never going to be a problem. <laughs> it's just, oh, all I need to do is just keep breaking limits. Of course, of just course. keep
0: breaking through my limits. Yeah. I got it.
1: I've got it, boys. Let's go. <laughs> 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 They're not limits then, All oh, Might. <laughs> They're not limits if <laughs> you keep breaking <laughs> no, no, them. no, 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 no. Nah, I just I just broke them. What do you mean you just broke them? <laughs> it's a the limit.
0: No, no, no. You ha- just keep going. You haven't even done anything. It's not like you've
1: taken some like elixir yeah. or like done something that over no, boost. It's just raw <laughs> I'm just Great breaking breaking determination. Them. See this limit? Break That's it. something. See this limit? Broke um. it. <laughs> hey, do you want to see me do it again? Yeah. <laughs> do it in my sleep. Break uh, you. I'll break that helicopter another
0: uh shonen series that like kind of apes on this is black clover where oh yeah that keeps uh, like netflix yeah the the main kind of all might ish figure for the main character his whole thing is like right we're gonna break you like i'm gonna throw you in the deep end and you're gonna break your limits or die trying so and like that's the whole meme and then like there's a brilliant moment where he's getting pushed and he goes ah finally i can break my own (laughs) limit And it's like, okay, okay, yummy, yeah, All right. But yeah, that doesn't make this, it okay.
1: <laughs> I just don't like- Just because you call attention to it. Yeah. I, <laughs> it I, doesn't make it good. I'm not sure if it's just the terminology I don't like. Like, if he said- The, the fact is, it seems like he knows his limits and then he's just like, fuck it, I'm not going to- I'm gonna What if I just them. keep going? Like if you don't call them limits, if you just say like, oh, I don't know if I can go on. No, I need to. I need to find the will and the strength. Then that's kind of- I can get around that a bit, mm. but it's just the fact that it's like, oh, I don't know what my limit is. Maybe I've reached it now. Oh, my God, this is my limit. No, nah, jokes. I'm going to get up and carry on fighting. And I'm going to carry on fighting like, plus ultra? like to the best of my ability. And like, yeah, I mean, I guess to peak. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and for considerable amount of times, like he's, he's supposed to have been holding that form. Like, with difficulty, mm. like he struggled, yeah, hours. he struggled to hold the form when he was tied up. And now he's still holding the form and using all of his other powers to defeat these, this, this big bad. Um, it's like, okay, mm. you're just fine, aren't you? Like, this, this isn't, you're not injured really, are you? <laughs> this is all a ruse. Yeah, but it makes my brain produce so much serotonin. Yeah, the serotonin <laughs> was there. <laughs>
0: I was. I'm um, yeah. just and <laughs> you say run was coming in. Mm, so turned in my brain. <laughs> like the soundtrack kicks in and it's that 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 big song from the Deku Todoroki fight. Mm. And it syncs up with the action that's happening on screen. And it's just ah oh, I can't get over it. It's just so good. Like one of my favourite animators, um, he's called uh Yutaka Nakamura. He's known for th- these insane sequences. He did parts of Deku versus Todoroki and he's in charge of the bit where uh, All Might starts running towards uh, Wolfram and then Deku is running and you see him kind of like stumble and trip and then he gets back up and he finds his feet and then he bursts into all for one. No, one for all. And then does the run and that entire sequence has just got all this weight and impact and there's cubes flying everywhere (laughs) because All Might's punching through metal and then, oh, dude, when they just both together are just like standing there and then All Might strikes that goofy ass pose to like deliver the final blow and then Midori is there too and then they just double Detroit Smash. I cannot explain how much I had goosebumps in that scene. It's just you oh, <laughs> inject it into my gods damned veins.
1: Yeah. Oh. Nah okay, yeah, calm down. Calm down. It's okay. <sighs> now Breathe. i really yeah it it's quality it's quality peak action sort of just give us everything that we want because at this point in the series deku is still pretty pretty weak in comparison to all might we know that he's got the same powers yeah. but like we're seeing basically he can f- he's got a bit of super strength and that's really about it like we don't see him really use his super speed or any or his mm. flying or anything like that he can fly, right? I am getting that right. Who? Oh, my! No. No. He just... Oh. He's sure he can't fly? He just jumps. I'm sure we At see... At the beginning,
0: yeah. even during that first bit, uh, What? He, like, he jumps and then to manoeuvre in the air, he basically flexes and the <laughs> impact of him flexing what? creates a shockwave that allows him to manoeuvre. <laughs> okay. Because he says... He says during USJ, like, oh, if I walked around using 100% all the time, my footsteps would create shockwaves that could level a city block. Oh. So he's, he only uses 100% during those big smash moments. Right.
1: Interesting. And that's
0: one of the things he's teaching Deku to use. Mm. He's teaching Deku to not just use 100% in bursts, but to access more of the power in smaller, more consistent timings. And that's his full cowling that we see in the film. Yeah
1: interesting okay well anyway Mm. yeah we don't we don't get to see deku sort of use much power in the show so it's cool to see him just unload and you know although that gauntlet was supposed to withstand three times all might smash so does that mean his punch was more than three times all might smash oh because he shattered it at the Mm. end i
0: think the idea is it's it's three times right like oh, he can, he can do it three one, times. Like not three, three instances,
1: Not three multiples yeah. of. Not three multiples no, of the power. That would be insane. <laughs> well, that's how I interpreted it. Um, so, oh, he only anyway made three punches.
0: Uh, he uses one he uses one at 30% mm. using the gauntlet, which doesn't damage it much. Then he uses one 100% when he's floating, when Todoroki like, hot airs him up to the platform. Oh, yeah. And then he uses... A couple of lower powered oh, smashes, mm-hmm. and then he does the big final one. Okay, yeah, okay. Those percentages, man, they'll catch you.
1: Yeah, um yeah. So awesome end fight. Um, what else? What else? What else happens? um Melissa and the humans people survive, thankfully. Yeah, and then it, it, it,
0: it literally the fight ends, and then we get. Oh, all my it's good because I can see that the future is in good hands and then the credits roll.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, just, we get the oh, cool okay. we get the cool pose of um Deku just in the all might pose and he's like, Ha ah, I see I see mm. that he is in a similar pose to you. Um I see <laughs> that it, means that the world the is, future safe. is safe. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah. We see a Godzilla at one point. Did you enjoy that? Godzilla Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah he just turns up because the studios were like overlapping i think the uh the release studio so they were like yeah put godzilla in it why not so godzilla's <laughs> canon to the my hero world
1: yeah i guess cool um yeah anything else we want to talk about any odds and ends before we wrap up mm, just
0: that the animation during young all might scene is phenomenal we get a, a really, that entire s- sequence of his fight through the city and him, especially that shot of him like falling past the window and it's his reflection. And then the building like moves and there's the missiles, beautiful stuff. Uh, I really want his letterman jacket as well. Like that plus ultra cherry blossom jacket. Mm-hmm. So cool. Cool. Um, yeah, not much else really. Just, yeah. Enjoy the flashy fights. Yeah. How about
1: you? Anything big? Um, no, I'd love to see um, Melissa's emotional trauma after after the film finishes, and she has to come to terms with the fact that her dad nearly <laughs> destroyed the entire city, although it's for good reasons. I don't think it absolves. Yeah, us it was to get all my Um I mean, in yeah. all honesty, but we see her after the credits, don't we? In all honesty, this does this massive elaborate plan that he ad- that really doesn't doesn't compute because he set up this massive plan must have set it up quite a long way in advance because Mm. the original motivation was to get back what was stolen and we see that in the flashbacks yeah so he comes out with this bullshit reason at the end that's like oh yeah i did it for all might well no you did it before you even knew about all might being ill yeah you've changed your mind
0: in the 11th hour because all might happen to turn up to the island yeah like you're trying you're now trying to do some mental gymnastics to justify you stealing this piece of quirk
1: related tech back yeah if it was for all might all you needed to do was say hey all might go break into that (laughs) like (laughs) because who's gonna stop it yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's mine anyway just hello david just go get it. i'm
0: back I killed all these guards, David. <laughs> <laughs> Look, here's one guy's head. <laughs> <laughs> Came off like a grape. <laughs> <laughs> what? Put this on. Get stronger, you say. Ah. Together, David,
1: we can rule the world. <laughs> ah. Then it really would be David oh, no, 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 no. and Goliath.
0: Da, 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 da. <laughs> on oh, that wonderful pun. yeah. Uh, I guess
1: it's a good... Movie, but there's things that we maybe didn't like very much about it. No, it's a bad movie, but there's things we (laughs) like about it. Like it's not, it's not a (laughs) a good movie. There's, there's, it's not good writing. Like the whole twist at the end that the guards were bad is like okay, because we didn't think they were good until you just told us that, and now you're telling us that it's not. It's kind of like you're setting up a twist in the eleventh hour. You've gone, oh, what, these aren't bad guys? Okay, good. These aren't actually going to hurt people. Oh, wait, they are? What? Like, why why the Switch? The Switch is only there to redeem the dad, and he's not redeemable. Yeah, (laughs) Um, Not really. Yeah, we
0: see him get arrested at the end. And and I think it it stands to the writing as well that we have this big villain who is the final boss and has this cool power, and we just never hear his name. He doesn't introduce himself. Nobody ever, like, refers to him by name. So- it's it, the entire film is a vehicle to just see action set pieces
1: and you know yeah fine yeah, yeah. i'm a i'm a simple monkey yeah yeah <laughs> look there's nothing wrong with that like it's just not a good movie you know objectively it's not got great plot mm. the character development is nothing because it, it, non-existent because they can't because they can't um the exposition and right dialogue is lazy at times and the animation is cool. Yeah, great. Yeah, the animation is good, but like it's not an objectively good movie. It's just got some entertaining, it's an entertaining piece of media. It's, I guess. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a, yeah, re- it's an hour and a flip. half advert for My Hero
0: Academia, is what it is. So then, I guess our final question is it being an hour and a half long advert for My Hero Academia, do you think if you showed this to somebody unfamiliar with the property, do you think it does enough to kind of maybe push them towards checking the series out proper?
1: I think it does a good job of appealing to that age range of sort of primary school children, you know, seven to 12. Potentially. I don't think it is good enough quality to get an adult on, um, into anime or into my hero, because I think it's just too flashy and too Mm -hmm. exposity and people wouldn't really engage with that. Um, you know i think the final fight is like oh yeah that, that was quite cool but an at most functioning adults would probably just be a bit like it was just a do you know what i mean like i was i was bored at times with some of the dialogue and some of the stuff mm. that was happening so i think i don't think people would jump onto the my hero bandwagon but i think that's not what they're going for i think they're going for that young audience let's give them this big hit of serotonin like it gave us and then they'll want more of that and they'll start the series. The series is better. I Mm. think it's grittier. It's got more depth and more development. So I think, think, you know, the children will get a lot out of that. And if they stick with the series as they get older, that, yeah, I think, I think it does what they want, but Mm. it's not going to get an absolute novice as a, as a fully functional adult with their own views and their own sort of consciousness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a good job that I'm not a functioning adult then. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Nice one. Well, good job, my hero, academia, the movie. Two heroes. Uh you are good for kids. And giant man children like me. Also, um, Deku so... is
1: absolutely ripped. <laughs> like, Alright, dude, damn... Deku's yoked. He's absolutely shredded. Damn those damn those uh lats and those pecs and those gods damn. That's what traps. you get for cleaning up a beach. Not traps. Delts. The delts, mate. Oh. <laughs> Live for those delts. Um, That's what Will's going to be doing at the gym all week this it week. It made me feel so inadequate as I was sit- sitting there eating half a pack of bourbons and custard creams. <laughs> I <was just> like, <laughs> just, uh. God damn this kid.
0: Nice. Right, well, that'll do it for our review, I guess, of My Hero Academia the movie The Two Heroes. And we're going to jump
1: into Slice of Life next. Uh, Will, do you want to say your thing? Yes, uh, make sure you hit us up on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what you think about My Hero in general and whether this movie does the series justice um, and whether it can be watched on its own. Um, did anybody get into My Hero through the movies? That would be an interesting sort of thing. Mm. Like, oh yeah, I watched the movies and was like, yeah, they're awesome. I'm going to go to, back to the series. Um, or does do people just think it's you know fast food action um, anime which kind of is but uh, you can still love that and still enjoy it it's still got a place so let us know your thoughts oh, 100% send us your, an email at gateway to the at gmail.com if you want to send us something longer you know maybe like a review or some um, I don't know money that would be great too thank you um, and we'll see you next week for another episode where we'll be reviewing something completely different I'm sure um, yeah yeah. see you in the universe
0: Nice, 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 nice. Welcome everybody to Slice of Life, the part of the show where Will and I have a bit of a catch up. Mm. We talk about shows or things that we've done or read uh, or even listened to and we just kind of chill out for a little bit and decompress after a hard day's work mining the content mines for whatever we just did with the movie. (laughs) So yeah, you can tell my brains turned to mush by now, uh how that's what my hero does to
1: you? It just turns your brain to mush um well, if Twitters to be believed <laughs> <laughs> um my week has been fine thank you sam i I honestly really struggled to write anything down um I haven't been doing much work's been pretty pretty hectic, so uh downtime has been um just sort of a bit of youtube here and there you know nothing really um substantial yeah. uh, i did manage to go to the driving range at one point for the first time in a few months so i want to get back into Very golf nice. um i've been watching a lot of golf youtubers uh, which is i'm sure fascinating for people to hear um what else oh i've i've started rewatching a lot of um uh pc builds and stuff because um, i'm gonna try and get oh, back yeah. on that bandwagon i really want to i'm stuck st- stuck between a lot of different minds as, as to what to do with that i really want to get into pc building it's so goddamn expensive gpus are back in stock mm-hmm. now but i don't know if i want to go i don't know if i want i, I don't have the money really at the minute to invest in a high functioning uh, pc so my yeah. backup idea and something that i'm toying with is just going dog shit cheap you know spending like getting like (laughs) decades old stuff just so i can play around with building it just so i can play around with like Ah. the mechanics and like getting things to fit and just tinker with it, just tinkering with stuff and then like upgrading later down the line when i know exactly how i'm gonna do it so that don't make it don't screw anything up like actually fitting the parts together i don't think is that difficult from what i've seen it's like that people describe it as like techno lego it's just you you know you know everything everything's (laughs) everything's got a place um and you just sort of fit it in where it needs to go and but it's it's knowing what components you want what functions you want them to do and making sure they are all compatible which is sort of the trickier bit which i think would be fine like there's plenty of places you can configure stuff and but again it's just the the finances so i'd quite like to just get my hands dirty and tinker with some Cheap, crappy parts that I could maybe like get the whole lot for like a hundred quid or something, and then just play around with building it, taking it apart.
0: Look, it plays Minesweeper. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Um, and and I did that. (laughs) And I don't even really like. I don't even really need. I've been looking at like I don't need it for gaming as such. I'm not a massive gamer, so I want. I just want a high running PC so that I can do. You know, video calls and recording podcasts and editing software, editing, editing videos and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, so it doesn't just collapse around you. you know? Yeah. So I don't even need a GPU yeah. for that, apparently. Although it depends what kind of software I'm using. But yeah. Yeah. Like Photoshop and Vista and stuff. All. Yeah. Like, nice. um, yeah. I mean, so most of it's CPU with Photoshop, I think. Maybe it is GPU. Yeah but um anyway that that's what i've been looking at and it's been fun to sort of explore like there's a website where you can buy like really old bits of ram and you're talking like pence and it's like that'll fit wow. like i don't need it to work i just need it to go in and like actually I just turn need to on sit there and <laughs> um if i can make it turn on then it's you've won yeah what about that's you go what have you been
0: up to um not a great deal. Golden Week has just started in Japan, so I get a uh, a week's-long <laughs> holiday. That's dated the episode. Mm. Um, so I've been catching up on anime. Kaguya-sama is in its third season. Very mm. funny, still very good. Um, Spy X Family has got me rolling with tears of joy <laughs> and compassion every week. And also has some of the... Like the OP and the ED for SpyX Family. Bangers, mate. Okay. Absolute bangers. Cool. Um, and I've also been watched, kept up with that golf anime that I was watching, <laughs> Body Wing. Brilliant. Absolutely unhinged episode where a dominatrix has a special mind-altering perfume that is activated by her unzipping her bodysuit that throws her opponent's drives off. <laughs> so that was just
1: so uh, utterly... Oh my god. Batshit
0: shit content and i was just like you know what actually i think this is actually circled back around from stupid to genius
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> it's like that kind what of what percentage of the show uh, oh, is golf at a surprising amount to be fair okay like i would say at least 60 percent is golf that's awesome we'll have to give that a go at some point definitely once it's wrapped up we'll uh check it out mm. but yeah other than that just lots of fun. fantasy 14 i'm just in the grind for weapons and just enjoying it yeah it's good and that's it for me i think
1: i do want to say um i have started uh and i have I've sort of drifted off because i don't know i don't know how much i was really paying attention to it um but i was watching a playthrough of um what's the game you just finished elden ring yeah I was watching a playthrough of yes. Elden Ring um from Jack guy Um and it, it, he's yeah, it, it, I was just I think I've watched probably a couple of hours worth of that. And uh, oh, wow. it's it's interesting. Do you know what? I don't think those kind of games are for me. Like I really want I like I, I love how excited people get about mm. them. And you know, Jack guy's obsessed with those sorts of games. Um and yeah, and you've really They make for good content as well. Yeah. But like it, it, this is like his thirtieth playthrough. Like he he lo- he, he loves get revisiting yeah. them and stuff. So it's it's not just for the content. And I get that there's this like you get involved in the world and like how how the mechanics work and everything. I don't know. I just don't know whether I can lose myself in those kind of games. I, I don't know whether I'm blown I, away I'm by send stuff. You. Yeah. I'm going to send you a video that I
0: watched yesterday whilst I was playing 14 uh, by H HBomberguy. He does video essays, yeah, you've, usually you've, on like, video games, but also other you've stuff. You've sent me HBomberguy before. before, yeah. He does a really good video on Bloodborne and how basically yeah. Bloodborne hands you the keys to enjoying these Dark Souls-style games and even like Elden Ring now. Yeah. And you've got a PS4, right? Yeah. Like you'd be able to pick up Bloodborne for maybe 10 quid. Right, okay. And I, I picked up Bloodborne initially and I hated it and I died loads. I spent like two hours and I put it down. I came back to it like three months later and suddenly something clicks and like you start playing and you understand the mechanics. And from there, I then played Dark Souls 3. I've just recently done Demon Souls and then Elden Ring I've just beaten as well. And once you kind of...
1: I feel like Bloodborne is the perfect gateway. Into this series, yeah, yeah. So, well, Jack, Jack maybe j- refers to Bloodborne a lot, and sort of like the mechanics and sort of how it differs and how it's similar um, to Bloodborne. Yeah, so it's clear. Yeah, it's part of the same company. Is it like is it the same? Sort yeah, of- From
0: Software. you yeah. make uh, all these styles of games, mm-hmm. and the director Miyazaki, who is just a sadist, but also <laughs> he understands what how to make a damn good game.
1: Cool, cool all right well i'll give that a go and thank you all for listening we uh let us know what you think about these um uh, uh fighting games the the world things the, these fighting the, games. The, the, the clicky clicky these, boom these boom slash peekies. slash um yeah die 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 yes die 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 die, die. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week to discuss anime again thank you for listening ta-ta